Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Yeah, probably take a couple more calls. I feel a little bad about hanging up on that guy earlier, Chris. It was an accident. My fist, my finger was over the button thing. It was an accident. Maybe if you had some kind of better system than this stupid mouse thing that it, you just click one little click thingy on it and it hangs up. 877-377-4373. Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, new listeners, they don't have to be political questions. They can be. That's fine. Totally fine. Can be about anything. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. It could be stupid. Uh, we do stupid. Chris is here. So is Michael. Stupid is welcome on the show. Chris, that's not very nice. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Back to what I was talking about. Inflation soars to 7.9. I, I'm not going to belabor the point here. It's easy today. On the right, it's really, really easy to say, ha, Joe Biden. No. Oh, Joe Biden's made it worse, and he'll continue to make it worse. We stopped an economy for a virus. And I want to make sure everyone understands, and I've been screaming about this for two years, that's not a normal thing. Quarantining all the healthy people and stopping an economy is not like a normal response. That's the response of communist China. We copied communist China in our COVID response. And now we're shocked that inflation's through the roof. And we can't do anything about it now. So, so that's why I'm not going to stay on it. We can't do anything about it now. The inflation that's coming, well, it's going to be coming. You're going to have inflation and or sky high interest rates. There's not a third route when you print money on back like that. There's just not. But we can learn, can't we? In the future, when they start pushing the panic button, maybe you got caught up in it. Maybe you did. Maybe you were one of the ones who got caught up in it. If you do, just know you're not a minority. It's the majority of the country got caught up in it. Every single news channel out there pushing it. Panic, panic, panic. Unless you were watching me, of course, on the first TV. I have a TV show every single night, 9 p.m. Eastern on the first TV. But look, most of the right was panicking too. Yes, we got to go home. Just pause it. Oh, it's, we're all going to die. So maybe you got caught up in the panic. Fine. You can't beat yourself up over what you've done. My goodness, I, if I beat myself up all the time over all the bad stuff I've done, I'd be a bloody mess all day long. But we can learn from it in the future. The next time it seems like everyone is trying to whip you up in a panic and herd you one direction, that's a great time to stop and think for yourself and say, ah, maybe not. Maybe not, because I remember back then. Oh, I realize everyone's against lockdowns now, especially everyone on the right. They're all a bunch of freedom fighters now. These lockdowns are crazy. But you see, I'm old enough to remember when the lockdowns were first announced on day one. And I went out there on this show, social media, everywhere. And I said, this is stupid. It sounds like something a child would come up with. Everyone just go home and don't go to work and stand six feet away. I said, this will result in economic catastrophe, a mental health disaster. I told you every single thing that was coming. I was right about all of it. Absolutely all of it. And I remember lots of friends of mine on the right. People maybe you watch, listen to, read on the right. Texting me, Jesse, hey, man, you sound crazy right now. Hey, Jesse, this thing's a lot bigger deal than you think. Hey, Jesse, are you sure? To their credit, many of them now still text me privately. Hey, man, just wanted to let you know you were right. 
Okay, well, that's fine. That makes me feel good. That, that, that brings up my already massive ego, but it doesn't help you pay the bills, does it? Next time, let's understand there's a cost. A cost. All right, this is the last hour this week. You have a chance to call the show because we don't do a ton of, sh- ton of calls on the show. I still, I still can't believe this person's in Congress. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom <laughs> is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean. If you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So a conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. <laughs> All I know is freedom. Freedom is not free, Chris. How would you bring jobs back to the 14th district? That's a great question, Carl. Thank you for asking it. It's the first thing I think of when I wake up in the morning, and it's the last thing I think of when I go to bed. Jobs in North Carolina mean what? A strong North Carolina, and a strong North Carolina means a strong America, and that, my friends, is how we're going to do it. I love the crowd cheering. That's from the movie, The Campaign, in case you're wondering. All right, let's get to some emails before I get to the calls. 877-377-4373. Oracle, let's be honest. If you could pick a man's name for yourself, what would it be? That's not very nice. She says, I can say her name. Her name is Carly. You know what? That's not very nice at all, Carly. Jesse is a man's name, okay? Jessica is a woman. Don't don't make that face, Chris. Jesse is a man's name. That's just heartless. See, I'm so kind and nice to everyone, and everyone's mean to me, the Shogun. Dear Mr. Kelly, I'm 15 years old, and your decision to add the BAR as the new machine gun was exactly what I'd been hoping for since you'd first mentioned that BAR was an option. Oh. Let it eat, baby. Let it eat. Gosh, I love it. Also, quick food-related question. Your opinion on roast beef. Do you think roast beef is a waste of good steak? Or do you think steak is a waste of good roast beef? My mother makes the best roast beef, so I support roast beef over steak. Says you can say my name. His name. I don't know about saying the name of a kid, man. I'll say his first name. His first name's Hans. His first name's Hans. All right. I I have something that's going to be controversial. All right. I know that's going to sh- I know that's going to be shocking that I'm about to say something offensive, but I have something I need to say. Let's set aside roast beef for a moment. I would like that you support your mom's roast beef. I enjoy roast beef. All right? Chris, will you please grow up? What is your problem? I like your mom's. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you like your mom's roast beef. I'm glad you like your mom's roast beef. When it comes to steak and burgers. I love steak. Love steak. It's one of my favorite foods in the world. However, if we're being honest, if I'm on death row and I've got one last meal and I have a choice between the perfect steak or a perfect burger, which would, of course, be my burgers, the Jesse Kelly burger, I'm picking my burger every day of the week and twice on Sunday. What, Chris? Pastrami, you people, you know what? You sit this one out, Chris. We'll go to you people when we want cool wedding traditions and and great military philosophy these days. You people are not going to have any say in the food debate whatsoever. Those those potato things that are basically hash browns, latkes that you try to take credit for, we'll give you that. 
We'll give you bagels. Bagels are so good. I lo- well, a good bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. That's as good as it gets. Other than that, Jewish food sucks, Chris. Yes, it Yes, it does. Don't take credit for brisket. Every time I bring this up, you're like, brisket? Like like the like the Jews took over Texas and created brisket. You guys didn't create brisket. Uh, you know, fried chicken. I will tell you, uh, my campaign manager was Jewish, as you know, and his family is really, really devoutly Jewish. And so we, we always talk to them about various things. His mom made a good fried chicken. His mom made a good fried chicken. I'll give it to you, that brisket. Don't claim brisket. That's just like you claiming the latke things. It's a hash brown. All right, anyway, sit this one out, Chris. Cheeseburgers. Oh, I take that back. I take it. Steak is better than a cheeseburger. However, the perfect cheeseburger is better than any steak. And I'll take it a step further. Same thing applies to pizza. If you were to tell me, Jesse, hey, you can get, uh, you can get pizza or you can get a burger. And you don't give me any more specifics. I don't know what I'm getting into. I'll go pizza. Because in general, pizza is going to deliver no matter what. However, if the argument is, Jesse, you can have the perfect slice of pizza or a perfect cheeseburger. I'll go perfect burger all day long. A perfect cheeseburger. It's the best thing on earth. It's the best thing on earth. You know what? We'll take phone calls about that too. 877-377-4373. Remember, I don't take many calls for a reason. Don't blow it. I'll give you all the hook right off the bat. Don't blow it. When I go, no hi, no how are you, no small talk. Get to the point quickly. Marcy in Tennessee, please tell me you have a southern accent. I'm from Iowa originally. Earlier this evening, you were talking about people with cancer and chemotherapy. In June of 2017, I got diagnosed with breast cancer, and I treated it with 75-gram vitamin C intravenously. It took me two months and one week, and the tumor disintegrated, and my immune system is normal, and I've been fine ever since. It really upsets me that more people don't know about this. Doctors don't know about it because Big Pharma has a stranglehold on everything. From medical insurance to to, we're up against the breaker. I had to cut her off, but I, I have no problem with the, I have no problem with her having her say there. I'm a big I'm a big fan and forms of medication that don't involve putting a bunch of chemicals in your body. I'm a big fan of that. Plus, any cancer survivor that's over it, however she did it, ah, eh, I got a heart for him anyway. Cancer is a vile, vile disease. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Let's talk real quickly about. The coming days, hopefully not the coming years, but we're going to fall on hard times. There are going to be some hard times coming. Now, how hard? I don't know. I don't know. We'll get through it together. Don't worry about it. But during these times, you're probably going to have a heart for others. Just at least occasionally, you're going to want to give back. Let me encourage you to give back to Tunnel to Towers. And honestly, it's more than just the mission. I love that they build smart homes for catastrophically injured first responders and veterans. And, and, and I love that they're paying off mortgages for Gold Star Widows. And I, I love the mission. So it's, it's nothing against the mission. It's the fact you know for a fact when you give to Tunnel to Towers, your money actually goes where you want it to go. And I can't stress this enough. That is not the case with a lot of other charities. I would say most Tunnel to Towers, your money goes where you want it to go. They ask for 11 bucks a month. Go to T, the number two, 
T.org. All right. They just ask you to sign up for 11 bucks a month. T2T.org. Sign up today. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. It looks like Jesse Smollett's going to 150 days in jail. It is too bad. He's. The victim of those evil maggot guys. There is no doubt in your mind what motivated this attack. I could only go off of their words. I mean, who says empire this MAGA country <laughs> ties a noose around your neck and pours bleach on you? And this is just a friendly fight. I will never be the man that this did not happen to. Chris just said, didn't he want a bigger paycheck? If I remember right, you're going to have to look this up. I think I'm right about this. Prior to this, he actually had mailed himself a letter that was a bunch of racist garbage, but he had mailed it to himself, and I think he was. I don't know if he still is. I think he was under federal investigation for that. That's a federal crime. You can't you can't mail yourself hate mail. That's, that's a federal crime. <laughs> what an idiot. Gosh. All right. 877-377-4373. Kirk in San Diego. Go. Hey, really quick, you left out deep dish Chicago-style pizza. If you got one food to eat, that's the one to go with. Kirk, why would I leave out garbage when I had all these other good foods? Why would I leave out garbage. trash like Chicago-style pizza, Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> I don't like the Chicago one. But it's too, I, um, it's, first of all, this is what's going to happen. These Chicago people, they get real protective about their pizza. They're going to blow up the email inbox now or the phones, 877-377-4373. You're welcome to yell at me about pizza versus burgers versus anything else. I don't like the Chicago one. It feels wrong to have the tomato sauce on top. It doesn't feel right. The cheese on top and tomato sauce in between creates the perfect sandwich-level barrier of pizza. It's almost like a sandwich. When the sauce is on top, it's falling all over the place and dripping down my chin. I mean, she knows what I'm talking about. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies. And what is at stake at this very moment? What? <laughs> That's the vice president. That's the person we sent over there. Oh, gosh, these people. And you know what the French Revolution is? I'm not going to do a history thing. Don't, don't, don't get me started. But you know what the French Revolution is? How it, there was this violent uprising in France. And so many of the powers that be ended up getting killed. I mean, royalty, really, just ended up getting themselves killed. And I've always thought that's obviously probably a pretty ugly event, certainly a scary event. There's a lot to the French Revolution. But I, I thought to myself, man, I don't think I could ever see that happening here, like something like that happening here. But the more these people talk, the more they put down the people they're abusing, I'm not so convinced. Remember Stephen Colbert the other day? Hey, another buck or two a gallon for gas. I'll pay it. Why don't you pay it, peasant? And then today, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain said, I mean, it's not that the economy is bad. You're just, you haven't internalized it yet. I've worked in the White House twice before uh, in times of economic recovery. And what I, what I can tell you is that the economy comes back first and voters internalize that second. 
they they need to see that the positive looking more holistically in a macro view how does this speed up the efforts at doe to move in more of a renewable direction since this is going to have an impact on people at the pump yeah i mean we obviously are all in on making sure that we meet the president's goals of getting to 100 clean electricity by 2035 and uh, net zero carbon emissions by 2050 and um if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. Ha <laughs> ha Sorry you can't pay your bills. If you were driving an electric car, wouldn't be a problem. Ha ha ha. I'm telling you, man, the more these people do this stuff, you... Look, I have said this before and I will say it again. People, they will accept a certain level of corruption in politics because they're not naive. People understand there's always going to be some level of corruption in politics. You get that much power, and then you have that much money filtering through that much power. We all get it, right? There was never some perfectly clean period in history where there was no corruption in politics. We always accept that there's some of that. We know. We know. When you get to the part of the corruption where they're open about it, where they're openly laughing in your face. Ah, look at the stupid peasants. They don't have electric cars. You wouldn't be whining if you just go drop 80 grand on a Tesla. When you get to that point in time, man, and you possibly combine that with a time when people are going to be desperate, hungry, poor, out of work, maybe some mental health challenges, I'm telling you, this is a bad Bad, toxic combination they're creating right now in this country. They don't stop. They can't, they can't seem to stop themselves. And th- remember, it's like this Florida bill. Remember when I went off on this Florida bill the other day when I was talking about uh, the, the, the bill is just basically, hey, d- don't, don't talk about any sex stuff with kindergartners. That's really all it says. And the Democrats went crazy on it. They're, they called it a don't say gay bill and all that. And I was yelling at the right to play offense on this thing because they they make themselves look like psychopaths trying to talk about sex with kindergartens. Parents don't want that. Well, the communist, his greatest strength is he never stops. He never slows down. He's always aggressive, always on offense. That's his greatest strength. But it's also his greatest weakness. It's why they're taking this moment and telling you, just buy an electric car, idiot. It's why the Democrats who look like nut jobs right now with this Florida bill, they're not stopping either. They can't stop themselves. They're going all in. They look crazier by the day, but they can't stop themselves. Their greatest strength is often your greatest weakness. All right. Apparently, a bunch of people are going to yell at me about pizza and burgers, and uh, someone wants to talk about chemtrails, so we are about to have ourselves a time. Eight <laughs> It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. One of our favorite comedians, John Christ, did a parody. I don't know how how well it's going to come off on the radio, but we're going to play it anyway. He did a parody of all the local, local news stations doing stories on gas prices right now. And I think it'll come off pretty well, but I'll tell you what, I thought he absolutely murdered it. Let's let's give a shout out to old John here. Gas prices are going up again, and you know what that means? 
a hastily made story about it on your local five o'clock news. We'll start with the still shot of the gas station sign, obviously. Then someone opened up the gas tank and put the thing in. Next, we're gonna do a shot of the price ticker as they fill up with gas. After that, we'll probably just interview someone at the gas station and ask them very leading questions to get them to make the situation sound way more extreme than it actually is like this. I can't afford to go to the grocery store anymore. I can't afford food anymore. Usually after work on a Friday, I'd go down to Chili's and get a cold beer, maybe a two for 20, but now, with gas prices being the way they are, I can't even afford that. After that, we'll show some more shots of the person we just interviewed getting gas and maybe showing them looking frustrated like this or maybe like this. Not yet convinced that the world is ending tomorrow? How about another doomsday soundbite? I mean, at this point, I'm honestly thinking about maybe, you know, taking out a second mortgage on my house or selling one of my kidneys or something. Then we'll conclude by telling you to tune back in at 10 p.m. to literally watch the exact same story again. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. Remember, remember the rules. I'm a jerk. It's your last chance for the calls this week. Turn them and burn them, all right? Garrett in San Diego, go. Yeah, hey, yesterday you were talking about who would be the next uh, Democratic nomination for president, and I got it. It ain't going to be Kamala. It ain't going to be Biden. It's going to be the very symmetrically faced, very handsome, white-toothed man whose aunt is ingrained in politics and will not let him out. Who's it going to be? He's given rebate for gas tax. Who's it going to be, Jesse? Oh, you, you know what? That's really good. You idiots don't know who he's talking about. Do you? He's talking about Gavin Newsom. He's talking about Gavin Newsom. Yes, sir. Oh, you know, that's pretty good, brother. That's pretty. It's Of course it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Remember, remember, the Democrats are up against the rock in a hard place. Grandma death, Hillary Clinton went on TV and said she's not running. Okay, so set Hillary aside. Joe Biden, I mean, Joe Biden might just, his head might just melt on stage one of these days. That's the kind of condition his brain is in. So Joe's not going to run. Uh, I don't think anyone, and I mean anyone, thinks this person is going to be president. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, <laughs> on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies. You'd think Kamala would know her flanks, but setting that aside, okay, so it's not going to be Dome, and the backup plan was always Rear Admiral Buttigieg, right? Well, Buttigieg can't get out of a primary. Why? He's gay. Black people aren't going to vote for a gay guy. They're just not. That's not me saying it. Study after study after study out there says black people do not like the gay thing. That's why Buttigieg, that's why he struggled so much in the last primary. That's not going to fly. And remember Buttigieg, oh, I almost forgot about one of my favorite campaign memories ever. <laughs> Buttigieg has taken a beating in the primary because all the black people hate him. And so he tries to start doing the black outreach thing. Look how black I am. Remember he got with the, you guys don't even remember this. Chris, get it and put it on the show's Twitter account and, and Instagram account. He got with a bunch of black dudes and drank a 40 out of a paper bag. I kid you. Oh, he did. <laughs> so it's not going to be Dome. It's not going to be the Rear Admiral. It's not going to be Grandma Death. And it's not going to be Joe. Of course, it's going to be Newsome. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Barrett in Houston, go. Yeah, Jesse, look up. You're in Houston. Look up once in a while. You'll see the chemtrails in the sky, and then there's nothing on the news. There's nothing online. And it happens. I've got videos of it going past the last few years. It's been happening, and no one says anything about it, and they don't dissipate. They're chemtrails. It doesn't sound good. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I actually don't really understand what chemtrails are, full, full disclosure. Michael, do you know what they are? 
You're talking about the stuff that planes leave behind? Michael, if you don't know, just say you don't know, okay? You're pretty sure? I can be pretty sure. You can look up and research stuff. You know what we're moving on. Kathy in Connecticut, go. 78% of goods in the United States are delivered by independent truckers. When diesel fuel reaches $7.50 a gallon, those truckers will be unable to operate. They will stop operating. That means no food deliveries, no good deliveries to 78% of the U.S. How, how do you think you'd like to buy all your food from Amazon or Walmart? Okay, hang and on. what do you think about a government that allows you to starve in the future because hey, hang on one second hang on hang on i'm gonna let you have your six i'm curious about this you said it you said when diesel hits 750 independent truckers yep. which are 78 percent of the country they stop delivering can you explain to yep. me why though i want to understand why do they stop delivering why is that the number what what happens there no longer a profit they can't make any money at it they will start losing money driving their trucks how about that? Thank you for the knowledge, Actually, I don't even thank people for phone calls. How about that? Something to keep our eyes on. You heard it here. $7.50 diesel. That ain't good. Daryl in, Ty- uh, in Taiwan. Daryl in Pennsylvania, go. The dial that, um, we're getting pushed around. Uh, we're already behind the eight ball in Ukraine, and the big game is in Taiwan. Why don't we have no-fly zones over Taiwan? Why don't we have the 7th Fleet in the South China Sea? Why don't we punch a bully in the nose and say we're going to stand up and protect our playground? I understand what you're saying. I want people to understand something right now, though. When you talk about no-fly zones over Taiwan, 7th Fleet in the Strait, when you talk about things like that, You have to be prepared. Remember, always, if you're playing poker and you bluff, you had better be prepared to have your bluff called. Let's say say you do that. Let's say you do that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Let's say you do that. No fly zone over Taiwan and we're sending in the fleet. Okay? You're shooting down a Chinese fighter jet? They just flew a bunch of jets over Taiwan. Are you going to shoot down a Chinese fighter jet over Taiwan? Because you know what that means, right? Let's, let's always understand something. There's a cost to things. And this is going to be an adjustment that is going to suck for me and you and everyone else. This is going to be an adjustment that's going to suck. But in the future, as we continue to disintegrate militarily, militarily before our eyes, as that continues to happen, in the future, we're going to have to understand we are not so big and powerful. We can take on anyone every, anytime we want. We'll take you all on. It's going to have to be a lot more smarts in the future as the brawn goes away. The LGBTQ military, the USS Harvey Milk, is not going to take on China. All right? Let's, just, let's understand that. Randy in Colorado, go. You need to add Hillary Clinton to the... Dumbest people list, and your burgers by far are the best. My man. I, I will disagree with him on this, though. Um, adding Hillary to the dumbest people list. The Clintons are a lot of things. I don't think the Clintons are stupid. 
I mean, you could you could take the Arkansas thing if you're one of those people who mistakenly considers Southern accents to be stupid. But let's say you do. Maybe you're not from Arkansas or never spent any time down south, and you think, oh, everyone who talks like this is an idiot. Dude, the Clintons are very, very sharp. Very sharp. And they rose from being just run-of-the-mill scumbag local politicians to being massively wealthy, getting away with crime after crime after crime, time and time again. I can despise the Clintons. You can despise the Clintons. I don't think we should make the mistake of considering the Clintons to be stupid, not by any stretch of the imagination. Now, there is something that is stupid. That's not taking advantage of my pillow deals. They have Giza Dream Sheets. The Giza Dream Sheets, they tell you about all the time. We still get into them. We've had them forever. We still get into them and say, oh my gosh, these are the best freaking sheets ever. Because they breathe, but they're so soft and they hold up. Lowest price ever right now. 60% off. Six zero. You, you can get them as low as $39.99. But you got to go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code JESSE to do that. And maybe you're saying, Jesse, you're lying. I, they can't be that comfortable. You know what? Fine. Totally fine. You're not going to hurt my feelings. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. A 60-day money-back guarantee. Fine. Send them back if you don't like them. Go to MyPillow.com. May I suggest getting two sets? Two sets? MyPillow.com. Promo code Jesse. Giza Dream Sheets. Or just call 800-845-0544. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions into Jesse at JesseKellyShow.com. That's Jesse at JesseKellyShow.com. You're officially on a 10-second limit on this call. You understand? Because you don't get to talk to me again this week because there's no phone calls on Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So I'm going to try and churn and burn them. If there's even a moment of dead air, you're gone. All right? Lori in New York, go. Mike in Colorado, go. I'd like to know how they calculate this inflation number of 7.9%. I have no idea. Brian in Idaho, go. I don't. Russ in Massachusetts, go. Jesse, you let your buddy BK, the Asia military expert, theater expert, get away with not answering your question as to what we do if Red China makes a move on Taiwan. You let him get away with a. You let him do the John Bolton thing. That is, recharacterize the problem, but not say. What our high visibility experts are willing to do to stop Red China from taking over Taiwan. Don't let these people recharacterize the. I think that he. I think. I think that we would let China take over Taiwan. Honestly, I, I think we would let China take over Taiwan because of what it means. I don't. I don't love that, but that's what I think. Leonardo in New Jersey, do you have your swords with you? Heavy duty Ron DeSantis should relocate. Disney World into Mount Vesuvius Volcano. Regular <laughs> Doug in Idaho, go. Yeah, the other day you talked about how Disney changed their tune because the conservatives were uh, basically complaining and they wanted the business. My question is, is there a way, Jesse, to get these 
the talk show host like yourself to consolidate and come together and, and call for boycotts across the board. And it doesn't take long to research if a company stands for good morals or bad. You know, I'll be honest with you. I don't hate that idea at all. I don't hate the coordination thing. Now, the, the, some of those things you're not going to be able to coordinate because a lot of guys, they hate each other. I mean, a lot of guys in this business hate each other. And have you ever once, ever once heard me come on behind the microphone here or on my TV show? I'm on the first first TV every single night. Have you ever once heard me badmouth another right-wing pundit? No, you haven't. I, I think it sounds petty and small, and I think, the, I think it's not entertaining. But you hear guys do this all the time, and I'll tell you why. The egos, man. I'm still staggered by the egos in this business. I have a rule. A, a, I, well, we have several rules on the show. Most of them are behind-the-scenes rules, but I have a rule. On TV, like uh, you've seen my show on the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern. I, we have guests. And so what happens is, like during a commercial break or something like that, I'll be there and they'll, they'll, they'll pipe in the guests. They'll pipe in their video feed. And sometimes, sometimes the guest himself or herself is not sitting in the chair and that's a problem. So they have, lots of these guys have people, right? Their assistant here, assistant there. No problem. That's fine. I, don't, I get it. People are busy. You got to have people. I got a couple people now too. I, life's busy. I get it. But sometimes you can hear them interacting with each other once they dial in. And sometimes the person who I'm getting ready to interview treats his people like crap. And there is a rule on my show. If my producer knows it, if, if I hear that, they're cut off forever. They'll never be back. You cannot imagine how many people behind the microphone or in front of the camera treat their people like crap. It, it's, the, it's the norm. So when you have big, everyone feels like they're important, right? Oh, everyone listens to me. Everyone watches me on TV. I'm very important. So when you get to egos like that, when you get egos like that, it's hard to get egos like that to come together on anything. Immediately, it becomes a, a I can't say that word, a peeing match, a peeing match instead of the other. That's it, it, what it becomes. Well, uh, why is his name first? Why, you can't imagine the things people squabble about in this business. You, you cannot imagine it. And, and I'll tell you something, just briefly. It's been a big adjustment for me, especially since the show ended up blowing up because of you guys, because I have had to learn something. I can't voice any complaints to anyone. And what I mean by that is this. We have this big table in the studio, and it's a, it's a rectangle. It's not a, not a square. It's a rectangle. And they built us this new fancy studio, and, and they asked, once they got everything installed and running, and that's where we're doing the showdown, and they asked, hey, do you, do, you, do you want anything different? Would you change anything? I said, no, I'm fine. I wish the table was turned because I needed a little more room for radio. It's no big deal. That's all I said. But I, I even said, emphatically, it's not a big deal. You know, don't, don't do anything special for it. Boom. Someone gets on a plane from New York City and flies down here to turn the table around. And so you're, so you're clear, it's got all kinds of fancy wiring and bolts. It's not, there's a reason we couldn't just pick it up ourselves. It's some kind of fancy table. But So I, I've learned I just don't say anything now. But that's the kind of people in this business. All right, before, a couple things, a couple, th couple housekeeping items. One, that screen time for your kids. I understand, I understand kids get some screen time. I don't, I don't always think it's the end of the world. Kid has to learn technology. But they also need to learn how to think. Annie's Kit Clubs will teach your child how to think. 
once a month, they send out a kit to your home. Comes right to your front door. Your kid is going to be excited about it. Trust me, the kids love it. There's a top secret mission envelope and all these little baggies, and your kid has to figure out what is the mission and what do I do? And it it causes them to think about things like geology, various STEM things. They think about these things. And right now they have a special. They're offering the first kit for up to 100% off. You have to go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio to get the deal, though. Annie'sKitClubs.com slash radio. Get your first kit up to 100% off. You just pay the shipping. All right? So that's one housekeeping item. Two, you missed any part of the show, download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. And three, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I promise we're going to have fun. We're not going to have guests. We're not going to have phone calls. We're not going to have anything. We are going to answer your questions all day. They do not have to be political. Whatever you email into jesse at jessekellyshow.com is fine. If they are political, that's fine too. Believe me, that's, that's fine too. Whatever. You want to geek out on history? You want to talk about something stupid? You want to yell at me about my hatred of Chicago pizza? Everything is welcome. All right? Absolutely everything is welcome. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. And now... Here's a headline. By the goal, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. TSA to extend COVID mask mandate for another month. All right. Looks like I'm not flying anywhere for another month. North Carolina woman fights to keep her fart license plate. I so respect that. Republicans wrongly blame Biden for rising gas prices. Get ready for every... That's, of course, the New York Times. Get ready for every part of this regime to continue to lock shields and say it's not Joe Biden's fault. All right. Chin up. Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. What's there to get down about? Jesse at jessekellyshow.com is the email address. That's all. So-